very consistent. I'm a very stable genius. Really? Brexit means Brexit. Why? I'd rather be dead in a ditch. China. What? China. What? China. We looked at the dining table and saw an opportunity to play with whack. Strong and stable. Britain stood alone last night as... Uh, Kipper, you are fake news. Why? Because it's a maybe that you don't know what is going on, but people won't be able to tell the difference. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Why? Just why? Welcome back to Why Just Why. We're starting on a biggie this week. We're starting our series on Donald J. Trump. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a ghost. Halloween special. <laughs> Let's be fair. We probably shouldn't say his name too many times. He might turn, turn up behind us and start saying Jane. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trick. Everyone go to your mirror now. I do you to say Donald Trump three times. Yeah. Go and say it in the mirror and they'll just appear behind you. <laughs> like the candy man. Yeah. Say it three times and he become president. <laughs> no! <laughs> you fools! He'll just appear and build a wall around you. <laughs> <laughs> you oh my god <laughs> where did this wall come from <laughs> uh, and I'll get you to build it <laughs> <laughs> why did I pay for this <laughs> uh, right so as always to my left we have Ian Reynolds hello folks to my right we have Dave Tinsley yo 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 and as always I am Craig Taylor thank you so much for coming back because this should be a good one but it may be tough for some of you to listen to realistically what, what? Trump is not exactly a universally loved figure shall we say I don't know it, depends it, who you're talking it. to Oh, I, th- I think everyone everyone will actually enjoy the fact of how much you know how much truth we're going to lay down some truth for you yeah, we're, we're, we're laying down some truth we're going to lay down truth and it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be some hard truth to hear <laughs> it's going to be amazing some, 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 it's going to be the best truth that you ever hear <laughs> it's going to be the truest truth yeah it's going to be the truth we're no fake we have the truest truth we have the best truth and we have the only truth that is going to make Donald great again <laughs> uh, right. Oh, we're kicking this one off then, guys. Right, well, I'm going to kick this one off and we're going to talk about Donald's early life and Donald's family life. So, first of all, we need to kind of figure out to talk about the man himself. Where did he come from? Now, what are his roots? What are his roots? <laughs> what motivates this man? What brings Donald joy? Oh, God, no. <laughs> but most importantly, what brought Donald money? Which is what really feeds him, and what, what really, feeds him. <laughs> yeah, really makes him tick. Money, 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 money. He just eats. He just eats notes. Just eats money. Right, so I'm going to start by talking about his granddad. Now, his granddad was a guy called Friedrich Drumpf. Friedrich? Friedrich. Friedrich Drumpf. Now, there's a bit of arguments over his last name because Drumpf was... It's widely known to be part of the family history, but there's not really any records of when it was changed. They think it may have been changed before Friedrich himself was around, so he may have never gone by Drumpf. He went by Trumpf, which was like the uh, European spelling of Trump, but then changed it when he went over to the US. But somewhere along the line, Trump was... Drumpf. It's, I think it's probably one of those things where, you know, like anyone who knows a person who's from a different country and they try and tell you the name. <laughs> and then you go, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I, I used to know it. Uh, no, no, I'm Drumpf. Yeah, yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah, Trump, what? Yeah, it's Trump. Drumpf. <laughs> Trump? <laughs> yes, 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 it's Trump. <laughs> I, I used to, I used to live with a fellow called Sebastian. 
Now, when he first told me that, right, it's very simple name, but easy. But the accent, I went, I went Sebastian, I was like, I went, whoa, whoa. And he was a uh, South American, so I went, all right, Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> and then I proceeded to call him Pedro for six months. <laughs> Just plants. <laughs> yeah. Until one time, one of his weeks, his name was Sebastian. I was like, oh, Sebastian, all oh, right, okay. Why didn't you tell me that, Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> so and one of these things Ian is what's known as a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard Sebastian the first time. I just, <laughs> I just went, you don't look like a Sebastian. <laughs> Back to the main story. On a balmy spring morning on the 14th of March, 1869, in Kalstadt, Bavaria, there was a man called Friedrich Drumpf born. Now, that was the beginning of the shit that we're in today because realistically, no one knew it was going to turn out like this. I, I love the fact that... I, that was the beginning before then. They were all saying. <laughs> they were all saying. Yeah. And then he appeared. <laughs> and then now, Trump got... <laughs> <laughs> there is one small point as well that you've got to make it when you say that Friedrich Trump was born in Bavaria is that both Fred Trump Sr., so Donald's dad, and Donald himself have flat out denied that their granddad, their descendant, was born in Germany. They keep saying that he was from Switzerland or Sweden, depending on who you ask. They just won't Why? admit it. Because uh, it was... The war, oh, America basically. And, yeah. yeah, America and the war and oh, Germans course, winning. Yeah. So, yeah, he was born in Bavaria. Bavaria is now part of modern-day Germany. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk much about his childhood. There's not a lot of information out there on Friedrich Trump and his parents. It's just starts from when he started to kind of gain prominence and he emigrated before the age of conscription that's where most of the records kind of start so he basically found out and depending on what story you hear he either told his mum he was going to make his fortune in the new world and go to America or he left a note in the middle of the night fucked off before all the MPs turned up and dragged him into the army (laughs) now which one you decide to believe is up to you but both stories are out there you know the fellas swinging their hands in the air folks and they went no no (laughs) that was not fine it was nine now, that was a little bit early for that in the talk of 1869. I bet you didn't ask for Jim. Right, so what basically happened was he moved to New York. Oh, 1869. He moved to New York and he started a barbershop. So he was just standard barbershop in New York. I'm just going to drop 1869. 1869. Fucking hell, he had to go didn't it? Like, because that should be his granddad. That's his granddad. Like, my granddad was born in, like, about, like, 1912 or so, like, you know how old Trump is? Trump's like 70 odd, right? 70 odd, yeah. 73. Yeah. But he, they almost have had their kids quite late. late yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, so, kind of, kind of. Well, no, they had to. No, they had to. It's 1869, yeah, 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 yeah. kind of. That's what I mean. Like, fucking, you're like in the 50s, you're going, I'll pop a few out now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, it was, it was his dad who kind of had him a bit later. I'll, I'll get to the dates here. <laughs> we'll we'll get dates. to that. You we'll get so he emigrated he started a barbershop and things were basically just going alright for him he was in New York being your standard work a day guy cutting hair making a bit of money wasn't enough for him he then moved to Seattle because Seattle was part of like the new frontier the wild west was still kind of around in the the late 1800s it was like that transition stage so Seattle was a fairly large city but it was still very wild there was fights (laughs) (laughs) just just bears roaming down the street. <laughs> it's just no, it was a, it was a, a well established city, but it was like you go into a bar and you're more likely to be shot in the face than you were to actually get a drink. It was that kind of place. It's where, the same round here, you know. Well, yeah, pretty much. So it was a rough place. So he goes 
over there and he's never had any kind of experience in business before. He's never done anything like that before. He meets two guys, both of them turn out to be chefs, and he goes, okay, sound, I'll open a restaurant. So he literally goes and opens a restaurant in Seattle. And, well, the place is an absolute shithole. It's so much so that even at one point, his chefs both got arrested for trying to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's not the best Mozart, establishment Mozart, in the world. Mozart! Ah, fuck you! <laughs> yeah. That's definitely one, one chef was French and one was Italian. That's like the ultimate like connoisseur like, war going on there. Yeah. <laughs> connoisseur, cook no, it's from with. Gourmet. Gourmet. Gourmet? Yes, gourmet. Gourmet. Chef. Gourmet. gourmet, chef. We'll, we'll settle on gourmet. What's that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have to fight until the police get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so he's in Seattle. He's making a fair amount of money. He's got a, a decent little restaurant going. Not exactly the, the classiest place in the world, but it's going. And then he hears that the amazing gold rush is happening in, in the Klondike. So obviously, as his Trump blood just tells him to do, what do you do? You follow the money. So he fucked off. I'm going to say, what, what do you do? Grab a pussy. <laughs> not up to that bit yet, Dave. Well, like, keep it in mind. Like it's grandpa, coming. Like son. Oh, no, it's coming. Just keep it in mind. Oh, okay. Right, so... <laughs> He follows the money and he goes and follows the gold rush. He then goes to Monte Cristo because there's rumours of a new mining concern that's being opened in Monte Cristo. So he's going to get in on the ground floor, he's going to open a hotel and he's going to make loads of money. Yeah. Loads. How much money? Loads of money. Oh, right. Just, just so I know how much it was. Yeah, that's quite specific. <laughs> that's right that's a, lot, a lot of money. <laughs> I want you like a business meeting. We can pay you loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other person before you made sizable money. How yeah. do you compare to that? Peasant! <laughs> I made... Loads of money. <laughs> right, so it goes to Monte Cristo. Problem is, it's already kind of built up. There's not much space left. So he ho- opens up his hotel on the wrong side of the tracks. He opens his hotel in like the proper shithole in the place. He fills it with gambling, food and booze. And obviously, because he's full of gambling, food and booze, it becomes one of the most popular fucking places in there. And he makes shit tons of dosh. It's my time, please. Yeah, so he's, again, he's making some good money. But, as Trumps will do, that's not good enough. Gold gets struck in the Canadian Rockies, so he decides, I've got enough money, I'll throw all my stuff on my back, I'll fuck off to the Rockies. Does he literally just sell up? Is he, he literally like, is, just... So is yeah. he just got, I'm doing this for a bit, but I make so much money. There's money over there, I'm selling up. This, that is I'm literally that the life of Friedrich. But I suppose businesses were like that back then as well, more, weren't It's they? just the way... But he's like, he's literally dot, not even just over the country, because this next move takes him to the Canadian Rockies. He goes into Canada. He literally is just bouncing from place to place to place, making some dosh, and then mm. fucking off and then making some more and then fucking off. It's not like he's setting up franchises, he's literally just... No, he's literally just going, no, fuck it, I'm done here, and then just goes. And... <laughs> that's living yeah. the dream. It's like, <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> just switch like that, yeah. But it's it's amazing as well that I... I mean, I could talk about this guy. I'm running through this. This is like a whistle-stop tour. But I could talk about this guy for the next three hours and give you the, all of the details. I'm just giving you the cliff notes. I'm guessing he was you a need handsome to man. read about this guy. You're talking about him like you think he's handsome. I bet he's, he, was, he was, was, he, was he a dashing character? He was a little bit of a dashing... <laughs> if, you, if you saw a picture of him, you'd probably describe him as dapper. 
dapper. Dapper Dan, yeah. He was a dapper gent. Did he have like a handlebar moustache? He had to be. Yes. It wasn't full on handlebar. It was kind of like between handlebar and Magnum PI. But, you know, it was a it was a respectable moustache. I'm jealous. There's some warm for my lungs right now, Jensen. That's just the piss in. Oh, God damn, I forgot to go. Uh, right, so he decides he's going to follow the gold rush. Now, at this point, the rumours were saying that there was so much gold in the hills, it was running down the rivers. People could literally just be scooping handfuls of dirt out of the riverbank and they'd find a gold nugget. So the, the rumours were... <laughs> I know. This is it. <laughs> well, you, you definitely find a nugget, but You find a nugget. I don't know, why, I don't know how golden it's going to be. Nowadays, that's called payday loans, isn't it? <laughs> Careful. <laughs> but that's that's literally what the rumours were like it was like gold panners were going up to the river and they were coming back with massive actual chunks of gold not just gold dust that you see some like prospectors coming out with they were coming out with big chunks of gold, gold. highright fool, fool's gold but uh. it was real gold there was a there was actually a lot of gold in the hills but so he goes and he joins them into the Canadian Rockies to go and prospect there's not a lot of info on what happened while he was there but there is one story which is brilliant so he's young he's got no experience in the mountains loads of people have died on these trails because they're, they're literally just walking in single file up these snowy passes people are passing out loads of things happening loads of people are just dying of exposure lack of food all that kind of stuff or realistically everyone's just robbing each other people are stealing each other's shoes all that kind of stuff but there's a story where he's going up this place and it's notorious and it's called the Dead Horse Pass because this is where all the pack horses and the donkeys just collapse and die at the side of the pass. Right? <laughs> I'd love to see, like, just before the pass, the horse is, like, walking up and you look at and go... No, 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 no. Just the sign. <laughs> it's like Sam out of the rings. Yeah. I can't go past this point. I'll, yeah, I'll never turn. make it further. <laughs> this is where my journey ends. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <And> glad. <laughs> so, literally, right, they're all climbing up this massive, well, mountain, and they're going up this pass, and there's dead horses, dead bodies of dead horses, at either side of the pass where they've just collapsed, died in the snow, and they're just there. So, waste not, want not. Hey, I was thinking that. Mm, Trump's granddad. <laughs> I shit you not, sets up a burger stall on Dead Horse Pass. Cool. Selling horse that burgers. Is smart. Yeah. That's smart. Did, did that's him? just smart, though. Yeah. Is did... that not the best thing in the world? Trump's granddad was literally <laughs> flogging dead horses. <laughs> He's ingenious, isn't he? That is. But you miss when we had horse in the supermarket briefly. Oh, yeah. I mean, those horse lasagnas, there's just, there's that kind of, that little bit of a kick that's not there anymore. <laughs> that buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's just it's stories like that where you think to yourself this guy literally done everything everything that he could and would to make money uh, I, was, I, mean, I, just, I think yeah you know what I've got, I've got res- respect to the guy mad props realistically you've seen all that that meat frozen fresh yeah, from, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it yeah. freezes, frozen fresh, yeah. sitting in the snow. You're just like, well, waste not one, no, fuck it, I'll cook it up. That is smart, as isn't it? Isn't I, it? I, I, I've joined something. Hey, it's a shit one, right? It's a <laughs> proper dad joke coming up. Yeah, I've been warned. <laughs> we have a dad joke alert. Oh. Dad joke alert. Dad joke alert. Dad joke coming. Prepare. Prepare. Gives you more bang for your buck. <laughs> he he was getting more buck for his buck. <laughs> 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 Dave, I think it's time. 
<laughs> I think it's time we, we talked about Ian being on this podcast. Mm, yes. Oh, I think. God. That's a sign I'm getting old. I've even got kids yet. <laughs> no, I have. I've got. I've got a dad. That's. I think. I have, he's I have still got kids. going on. Still, oh, we didn't yeah. enjoy the show. I think we should. We should talk about getting rid of him. <laughs> Shall we cook him and tell? It's all blubber, lad. Is that <laughs> you can, some some like, societies live alone on blubber. We could get a good price for you. Sell like, one of your boobs what? and pay off all your debts. <laughs> the label. It'll just be a man boob on a label on the tin. <laughs> With just a smiley face under the boob. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the nose, the nipples, you know. <laughs> right, so back to the spoils of Friedrich. So we haven't got much much detail on how much money he made, if he made any, apart from his horse burgers anyway, when he was prospecting up in the hills. But by May 1898, he'd built a two-story hotel in the small mining town of Bennett. Now... This was supposed to be his kind of big thing where he's he's going to start making money again. He's He's got himself some property. He's settled down. He's, all the money's going to come to him. He doesn't have to go and make the effort of actually chasing it down. Problem so, was... So it's nice when money comes to you. Well, that is. <laughs> I, I love it when money comes to me. It just never friggin' happens, unfortunately. Yeah, money, money, money. Come on, money, 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 money. <laughs> just roaming out the streets going, yeah, money, money, money. It's just crawling towards you, the notes. <laughs> I wish there was like, you know, the dog whistle? Just have a money whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Pound coins start Stop rolling, rolling towards you. <laughs> 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 With just the Toys R Us music, holiday to come, holiday to come. Is that Ivan? That's Coca Cola. <laughs> Oh, well. Always Coca-Cola. I just missed Toys R Us. I, I told you we were sponsored by Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> All the soft drinks are available. <laughs> so he built this hotel, two-story hotel, the town of Bennett. Literally just as it opens, all of the miners fuck off. They've they've run the seam dry. There's no one in the town anymore. Is Town's that, dead. Is that they seeing him coming? Oh, fuck this. Pretty much. I think they just saw him coming and go, Nah, and then they just fuck off. I had one of his burgers and I was on the bog for weeks. So now, so now he's got this two-story hotel. So I suppose you can say it's the first like proper Trump building because he built it, and it's worth jack shit because there's no one in the town anymore. Town fucks off now. So it was a failure. Well, true now, to Trump form. <laughs> oh no, this this isn't true to Trump form. This is where he gets even more genius. This is why I love this guy. He gets the entire fucking building. He slides it down to the riverbank, totally constructed, and puts it on a barge, and he sails the barge down the river to the next mine in town, where it's still full of miners. What, what a hero. Like, I love this guy. Uh, like, yeah. This guy. The like, whole like, whole I want to give him a slow clap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said clap, don't toss him off. <laughs> I misspoke, I'm in fact. <laughs> <laughs> I would give uh, so he sails this thing down river to where he can start to make money. Unfortunately, now this is in true Trump style. He didn't do his research, so he hit some class five rapids. Completely fucks up the hotel. Totally fucks it up. Disintegrates on the thing. Completely destroyed by the time it gets to this other oh. place. So he's going to a place called Whitehorse. Gets there. All he's got is bits of hotel. <laughs> Bits of hotel on a barge. Just like a bed and a door. Just, yeah, just bits no of hotel. walls. <laughs> now, this is, again, give the guys credit. He gets the bits. He rebuilds the fucking hotel. 
Oh, fuck off. He builds a hotel out of the bits that he got so he doesn't have to spend any more money. And not only that, he goes to where there's a prime spot of real estate right in the middle of the town and he plonks the hotel right on this spot. Problem is, he doesn't own it. Does he give any fucks? No. No. <laughs> no shit. No he fucks given. He just goes, mine, and then just plunks this hotel down in the middle of the town. Just goes... I'll have that. It's and, just amazing. Uh, yeah. like, even from his granddad, you can just see Trump, uh, obviously Donald Trump, just through this kind of It's crazy, it's, isn't it? It's amazing. This it's, that, is it? it's that business mindset of literally just, I'm doing whatever it yeah, takes to make money. Yeah, like, yeah. whatever like it takes. This guy, exactly, though, yeah. this guy can smell money on the fucking wind, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> like, do you know when some people just know what they're born to do? This family just knows. It's just unreal. It's just good to get into is. business, money. They, I reckon they're the type of people, right? So when you, someone opens the wallet, do you just go, £10.82. <laughs> <laughs> and one yen? <laughs> so they walk into someone's house, they open the change jar, and they just go, $84.76. cents. <laughs> And three washers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this place, right, so he's he's dumped it in the middle of the town. It's not even his land. But he opens up anyway. And this is where you remember his first like restaurant where that was basically a fight club. Oh, and then yeah. his, and then his second one, which is like on the wrong side of the tracks, so it's obviously gonna be a bit moody and he's certain booze and food and fighting and all and it's again bit of a shithole now he's in the nice part of town now so what's he gonna do shithole 2 the sequel hey! <laughs> it's just the same thing invites all the fun ruffians around destroys the town yeah now <laughs> it's labelled as a place for booze food and sporting ladies. Sporting ladies. Sporting ladies. <laughs> I love those sporting ladies. Sporting ladies. <laughs> so now not only has he gotten into the barbershop business, the restaurant business, the gold mining business, the horse business, the hotel <laughs> business, he's now in the whoring business as well. <laughs> he's in the service industry. That's, that's yes. it. <laughs> he's in the service industry. He's just covering all aspects of that service industry. He's got a checklist, hasn't he? Yep, done. <laughs> yeah, yep. done that. Yep. Tried that. Done it's like, that. It's like someone's having a conversation went, yeah, you know, and there's whoring. I forgot about whoring. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like when you used to collect footy stickers and you just <laughs> yeah. need that one shiny. I mean, I've got the food to put in the guys' faces. I've got the beds for them to sleep in. I've got got the booze to get them all. Th- I, I need somewhere for them to put the dicks. <laughs> My asshole's full. God, <laughs> God damn it! Where are we gonna? My hemorrhoids were allowed. Do we have any sporting ladies in the area? That's a boss little term. Isn't that a boss? Yeah. Do you know the other term that I love, and it was from a Terry Pratchett book, so I'm showing me now credit here, is ladies of negotiable affection. But <laughs> 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 see, that's wrong. That's negotiable. I don't think you can negotiate with a prosy. <laughs> as long as it's before the act, maybe. <laughs> Ian doesn't like to negotiate, he just likes the act. So, Give me the act! We'll say again. We'll say again. This part of the Trump family history is surprisingly absent when any of the actual like surviving Trumps decide they're going to talk about it. But it is documented. Friedrich, he got him some hoes. He was in the pimping game. Oh, yes. My man Friedrich. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we're talking... Now, Big up, <laughs> we're talking the late 1800s to the early 1900s, right? I don't know if you've ever seen Friday. Oh, uh, yeah. It was pimp, 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 pimp. 
that's the that's the Trump family there. <laughs> yeah, the motto. Trump's I'm a pimp. My daddy a pimp. My granddaddy a pimp. <laughs> We're talking early 1900s now. He's made a shit ton of money, and he has. He is. He's rich at this point. He decides he's had enough of twatting about in America. He wants to go home. He wants to get himself a wife. So in 1901, he goes back to Bavaria and he tries to settle down, get himself a wife. Now, realistically, if this had gone to plan, we would not have Donald Trump right mm, now. Right. So what happens is he's been away for more than eight years and for the laws at that time, that means he had to reapply for citizenship. What? Yeah. That's mad. Yeah. So he had to reapply for citizenship. At this point, Bavaria wasn't part of Germany. It was like its own kind of thing so it mm-hmm. had its own laws yeah. and he'd also dodged the draft regardless of whether he did it intentionally or not <laughs> depending on which story you believe obviously oh, that pissed off the government shucks I just missed it <laughs> oh, whoops I couldn't do my national service oh no so regardless of whether he'd done it purposely or not he's come back and he's minted so the mayor of the town wanted him to get his citizenship back the actual government however had a different idea of things so there was a lot of back and forth a lot of to and fro and load of letters and it ends up being and he gets basically told to fuck off and he gets deported from his own country. <laughs> what? Yeah. Back to America? He got deported. Well, they didn't give a fuck. They just went, get out. You're not staying here. He could have gone wherever the fuck he wanted, but he weren't staying I- there. I love that. I don't what? know. I don't care where you go. Imagine every country says no. Like, just sitting on a barge. Just sitting so on a barge in international waters. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of money. No, just Welcome got- to Trump land. <laughs> but he came on Population a barge. Population one. <laughs> he turned up on a barge with a hotel on it, though. Yeah. With, with, yeah. with, with ladies. Uh, <laughs> Sporting, Sporting ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, right the crown prince of Bavaria himself signed the letter to say yeah fuck off you ain't coming in fucking hell yeah that's how high it got because he kept on going higher and higher and he kept on writing these pleading letters to say let me come home let me come home he was already there right, but or, you... let me stay home even isn't Bavaria quite small though I'm guessing I'm, I'm in the head I'm just pitching like a little, just a little village of four people going no you can't stay here yeah. <laughs> no, okay. you can go anywhere else but you can't stay here Bavaria is quite large but there was a funny one where I went on holiday once and we met funnily enough a, a the hotel manager at the place we were staying his name was Frederick and he was from Bavaria just randomly this this is something that came to me when I was researching it the guy was called Frederick he's from Bavaria and we ended up making friends with some German tourists who were staying at the same resort and he was chatting to them in German and then the Germans were kind of like <laughs> Bavarian and I'm like what what do you mean what do you mean Bavarian it's like well Bavaria is like between us and Austria so we refer to them as like the missing link <laughs> <laughs> like Wally Bach they're the ones in between us and Austria <laughs> but anyway so he tries to get back into Bavaria gets fucked off and he does the only thing that a Trump could do he completely reinvents himself as this amazing entrepreneur and goes back to America okay well so, he was yeah. fairly successful I he was he was fairly uh, you, successful you got kind of like oh no I'm going to go back to America and be, make more money make more money oh no <laughs> but this is the weird thing why, right? did, why did he want to go back home then well, he just he wanted to, to get himself a wife and settle down. He, he never wanted to stay in America. He just wanted to go and make shit tons of money and come back. Right, okay. Yeah, but now he couldn't get that, so he'd gone back to America, but in the time he spent in Bavaria, he found himself a wife because things worked quickly back then. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy you. <laughs> just went to the dad and just went, here's 10 grand. <laughs> Pick a daughter. <laughs> well, it's not far off. It's not far off. 
It was one of his neighbours, and uh, she was called Elizabeth Christ. Elizabeth Christ, and he goes back oh, to Jim's America. Just sitting there, and I'll go on. It's Francine. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes back to New York. He's living there, and he ends up opening another barber shop on Wall Street. So he's minted, and he's working as a barber just because. And it's not like he's living a really nice life and living as a barber. He lives in a tenement. It's just like for some reason doesn't use his money. He just sits there on it for a couple of years. Well, that's where he started as a barber, wasn't it? Yeah, he started as a barber. But then he's just sitting on his money and no one really knows why. But then, like, a little while later, he just decides to start investing in property in Queens because there's, like, new developments going on in Queens. Right. And just on the cusp of when he starts to kind of roll his business together again, he ends up caught in the influenza epidemic in 1918 and he dies at the age of 49. And that's the story of Friedrich Trump. What? So, yeah. like, that's a whistle-stop tour of Donald Trump's granddad. So, hang on, so he bought these properties before he died, did he? So, yeah, he just started to get into property in Queens. Right. And that's when he ended up popping his clogs. No. But he died a rich man. His family was well looked after. It was just, it was really odd. And, I mean, they do say that he was he was probably kind of compromised as well because he was apparently a big drinker. That yeah. may be why the influenza got him, but it's one of those. He, he died a relatively young age, left his young family to go on. And that was that was Friedrich Trumpf. Do you know um, how old his son was at this point? Well, he had a young family, as we said, so we'll talk about Donald's dad now. The rest of like the cousins and stuff, they didn't really do much. It was his dad who went into things. So Fred Trump now, Fred Trump Sr. is what we call him. He was 12 when right. his dad died. When he was 12, he was a very clever man. I mean, people still kind of regard Fred Sr. as the, the clever Trump. He's the one who did the most. He's the one who's responsible for, well, he's responsible for the Donald that we know and love today. <laughs> so he was a clever guy. He was 12 and he was building garages for, for his neighbours. He was he was actually like doing blueprints for them and planning apps and everything. He was doing all this on well, the side 12. when he was at 12. Oh at 12. He was too young to get his own bank account so his mum had to actually incorporate the, the business because there wasn't a business at that point because Friedrich never really got that far before he died. So she incorporated the business <laughs> as Elizabeth Trump and son because he wasn't old enough to have a bank account. He wasn't old enough to have a business. Mm. And then Fred built his first house at the age of 17. Bloody hell. Yeah. He's, uh, do you know what? It's like you, you talk about Donald and you think, oh, he's a fucking loser. But seriously, his family wasn't. They worked. Mm. They did their time. They did their money. Now, the real story about Fred is more that his money didn't really come from luxury things like Donald. Fred got his money from building homes for people. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Now, some of them, I mean, people have since have been like, oh, well, they're, they're a bit shit. They went this, they went that. But the reality was is that Fred, he benefited a hell of a lot from the government at the time so if you think about Donald and the way he is now and he's a staunch Republican he's very like conservative if it wasn't for the liberal policies that were in place when Fred Trump was around and building up his business they would have no money they would have the money to start with and that's it yeah, because yeah. Fred Trump he was one of the kind of government funded capitalists really because there was a load of grants at the time that the government were just handing out to make sure that affordable housing was made and Fred was on the ground floor of that so as soon as there was a there was a grant there he was in the first first guy in the queue going I'll have a grant give me the grant I'll build all the houses you want I'll have a grant give me that grant as well I'll build mm. all the houses you want he just kept on doing that and he was building affordable housing for just general people why would he need a grant if he got left loads of money from 
his dad. Well, you still need that that stake money to get these things going, and realistically, every grant that he picks up is just more money in his pocket. Mm, true. So he was taking advantage of that, and he was making a hell of a lot of money. <laughs> no, no one's going to say no to free money. No, no, no one's no. going to say no to free money. <laughs> Would you like a grant? I just didn't think he he needed to ask for it though well no this is the thing it's not whether you need to it's just being clever and getting the most that you can get he may have just made these houses anyway but if he can make these houses make a profit on them and then the government's going to give him like an extra god knows how many mil to just go just make sure you make those houses for us please he's like well it was going to anyway but yeah sound (laughs) give us the money well only because you gave me the money money. (laughs) not that I already had the plans and the land and everything you know (laughs) but this is the thing as well he made out even more from his government connections that he made through these so he made loads of government connections and then during the times where there was the depression and they were foreclosing on people's mortgages for building sites that weren't complete they'd then have to get the courts to give out these building sites and get them to kind of go okay well someone needs to do it and through these government connections Fred would basically just be living in the courts going yo I'm here Give them to me. And he'd get all of these mortgages for pennies on the pound. So he'd still get more and more property. And he'd get more and more liens. And he'd get more and more money. And it'd just keep on going in this washing machine of like money, 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 money. That's a proper political thing of like where you piss away money, where you turn around, just say, well, this needs doing. And you go, I don't want to do it myself. Yeah, Can we get someone to do it? And if you just got the foot in the door going, hey, guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll give it to you. We'll pay, we'll piss away more taxpayers' money and we'll just throw it at you so we don't have to be arsed with it. Is he also, because I of this f- as well, is he also building like a network as well? Yeah, I mean, he's got so many connections, so many connections. But, again, fair play to the guy. It's like between 1935 and 1942, he built 2,000 families' homes. Right, now, that enough. is more than you can ever say for Donald. Yeah, but Donald's built homes for a lot of needy rich people. Really, a lot of rich, rich people in need of a in need of a really, really high rise condo that yeah. overlooks Central Park, where they can bring their lady, their sporting ladies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ladies of negotiable virtue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around this time as well, I'm not going to go too deeply on it, but it's just some funny anecdotes with her. Is that Donald Trump's mum? She was actually a Scottish immigrant. She was from the Hebrides, and she moved over to America to work as a domestic servant, and her name was Mary Ann McLeod. So she went over as a kind of high-end domestic servant, and she met Fred Trump at a tea dance, and they just got on, corresponded, and ended up marrying really quickly. It's actually quite a nice little story. But she married straight into money. I'll just, mm. just, just think for it. I'll go up, yeah, that was it. Uh, when Trump goes, I'm a scotch. I'm, I'm a scotch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a, a scotch. scotch. <laughs> You're a scotch what? Egg? You fucking <laughs> fell in. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought... I've I thought, never heard him say that. Yeah. Because nah, I, I, I didn't knew it was a mum was Scottish. Yeah. I thought maybe maybe somewhere distant or so, like some very minute... No, no, his mum was from the Hebrides. Oh, my God. Well, you, even like his ma would look at him and go, Scotch? Donald, really? Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing was, I'm right? like, Donald, really? <laughs> well, she was, from, she was from, like, really, really sticks in the, in, in the Hebrides. Her first language was Gaelic. If you find some old interviews of her, it is that kind of Scottish accent where it is virtually not even English. It's very hard Proper to understand. Thick, yeah. Proper thick Scottish accent from the middle of nowhere and that just turned Fred Trump on that well turned Fred Trump on I mean you, you know the you know the Trump family they're into a bit of a foreign accent so to them yeah. to him back then that, that would have been like I must have this I must have this <laughs> but 
again, they had a pretty decent marriage by the sounds of it. But the funny thing was is that she got straight into the business side as well. She was a worker. She just jumped straight in. And even in like... You seem to do that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they seem to get some decent like working women who come into the business and just go, I'm, I'm going to have a bit of this. Just oh, get yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the selection process as well. <laughs> One of the funny ones with Mary is that she was seen regularly. So Fred, as we said, had a load of these families houses and they were kind of low-cost houses and stuff like that they'd be these tenement buildings where they had the laundry room now the laundry rooms were all operated by the people who own the building so trump and trump would put in coin operated washing machines which is quite wide ranging in america especially in the inner cities you don't generally have your own washing machines you go down to the laundry room mm. put a coin in use theirs like mm. a little laundrette these coin operated washing machines were emptied by mary she would go around and personally go and take all of the coins <laughs> herself and go and collect them but she'd do this wearing her mink coat and getting ferried around by her driver in a Rolls Royce collecting loads of quarters <laughs> collecting quarters from washing machines because she was just like well this is what you do when you're rich <laughs> every penny counts yeah. <laughs> a penny for me is the last penny for us those peasants oh, yeah. <laughs> funny the main amount of money so we'll go on to the main area which is why Trump was as rich as he was when he started came from after the war so Eisenhower he funded Homes for Veterans after the war mm-hmm. and again Trump first in the queue he was like sound I'll take all the money you've got I'll build shitloads of houses give me money give me money give me money 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 fair play to him he built thousands of new homes but he had a very simple scam going as you would if you're Trump go on what's the catch so he just basically asked for more money than he needed to build the houses and then never told them. so he just went right okay how much of these houses going to cost me to build four mil okay can I have ten yeah sound there you go here's ten and then he just posited no, the difference. The no one asked for an invoice. Like no one asked for like receipts or not like that. Or have like, you got what any you proof of the cost? No, oh, no, I've lost that. Sorry, I've this is it. And, he, and you know what? He almost, almost got away with it. The news ended up going back to Eisenhower, and Eisenhower was fucking pissed. Obviously pissed because he's just got away with millions. So he dragged Fred in to testify in front of the Senate and $4 million of taxpayers' money was found in one of Trump's bank accounts. So they were going through this like Senate hearing and it was that stressful. One guy had a heart attack when he come off the stand because he thought, I am royally fucked here. I am royally Shit. fucked. So Trump gets his name dragged through the mud because at this point, Fred Trump was like, the champion of the the working class, he built loads of houses. Yeah, the champion of the veterans, and he's been skimming off the top for years. So all the way through this centre here, and he's sitting there, and he's just basically like, "Can't do nothing to me. I ain't done nothing illegal." Where did it say that it was illegal to ask for that money? Yeah, I, I asked, asked you, for that yeah, money. You give it to me. You give it to yeah. me. That's yeah, not wrong. And yeah. All the way, you fools. all the way yeah. through, right? He was just like, "I'm done anything illegal." I'm doing anything illegal. He's got a valid point. (laughs) And do you know how he got away with it? Go on. He didn't do anything illegal. (laughs) Well, this four mil, right, he literally just said it was resting in his account. He intended to give it back. The money was asleep. He was having a nice little nap in his (laughs) his account. It was resting in my account. It was resting. (laughs) It was resting. What's that off? 
I think that was I think that was the first friggin' use. That wouldn't surprise me if he was the one who coined that term. I was what? just resting in my car. Isn't it like what's that film? There's a film with it. Um... No, yeah, forget I feel, it. I feel like I've heard that somewhere else. Yeah. I think everyone's heard that. All the money was just in the. It was resting in the account. I really genuinely wouldn't be surprised if that's where that came from because this was a big scandal back then. It really did tarnish his reputation. But even through all of this, he was still making like houses. He was still making money. There was Trump Village he made, and then there was another scandal that hit them. But this was much later on where they were accused of not allowing black and minorities to to get houses there and they were found to be guilty of it they had people apply and then as soon as someone applied they put a big B on the application form of anyone who was black or minority and they'd just be like nope bin <laughs> and just bin off what? yeah yeah and they were found to do that and fined and it was just I it, just love that yeah. defense B no, yeah. Yeah. yeah like not even like you know, like a, an X or a Q no or, not even something sort of like sort of yeah. clandestine <laughs> just B black gone <laughs> it's crazy Crazy. You see these like the fail ones are red as well, but no, he's using black ink. It's <laughs> yeah. like just hey, just black ink, just pour them <laughs> all over. Just, just like this paper. Does this paper look white to you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think you know the answer to your application. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right, so all of this, anyway, this is what made him his fortune. Very briefly, we'll we'll touch on his brother because this is the reason why Donald is in charge. His brother, Fred Jr., was too nice. This is literally the reason. Fred Sr. put him in charge of a tenement block to kind of test him and see what he could do. What he did was he went and spoke to the residents and the residents were like, it's freezing here in the winters because all the windows are broke. And he went, okay, I'll get you new windows. And he did. So immediately, right. his dad was like, get out. Get out, you know, you're no longer part of this this business. Get out. And he did, so he fucked off and became a pilot. Realistically, decent enough job. Yeah. But not to the eyes of his family, his not, family yeah, like businessmen not the ones. Yeah. They wanted him to be cutthroat and he just wasn't. He was a nice guy. And obviously this had some effect on him because he ended up essentially drinking himself to death. And right. that's why that Fred Trump Jr. wasn't where Donald is now. Donald was the polar opposite. Donald was a little git. Donald was always in fights. The thing that sent him on the road to becoming who he was, he went with one of his friends into the into Manhattan and bought a couple of switchblades. And his dad found him with the switchblade and went, right, fuck that, you're going to military school. So he chucked him oh, into the military really? school. And that's where he started to get this kind of really competitive streak as well that he's got now. And his dad and his mum fed that. There was testimony from one of the people who went to military school with him. Donald got voted ladies' man in an all-boys military academy. <laughs> right? oh. <laughs> yeah. So he got voted ladies' man because every weekend... Donald's mum and dad had come and visit him because he wasn't allowed to come home, military school and all that. But they'd have with them a new teenage girl. So some Whoa. some teenage girl, completely different than the last one. Every single weekend, new girl, new girl, new girl, new girl. And she'd be, like, fawning all over Donald and just like, oh, Donald, oh, my God. Oh. What? Every weekend. So I not, need to have words Not saying that his mum and dad were, like, the best mum and dad in the world, but... But they sound they like sound it. Like they it. sound great. Realistically, it's like literally every fucking weekend. That's mad, though. Oh, it's just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Got his way through military academy. He got into business school and he graduated from Wharton then with a degree in economics, of all things. I mean, seeing his, his recent economic nous with what's going on. 
Well, no, no, like he's got a degree in economics from Wharton Business School. That really, really played into hand. He understands it, so he can manipulate. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. he yeah. knows yeah. that he's fucking the economy. Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't care. That's what gets his rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, take an economy, take it, take an economy, <laughs> take it, Barry. So that is the early life of Donald Trump's family. That is crazy, though. Interesting. Is uh, I thought his granddad was interesting, though. Seriously, but, uh, I could have gone on about that for days. It's so interesting. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. His granddad's badass, like it yeah. is. Uh, yeah. Definitely the coolest Trump, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love the fact he sold horse burgers. That's my favourite thing yeah. about him. I actually think that is ingenious. I think that is, is fucking epic. Like to sit there because it, it's like it's hot and roll mold or anything that. He's rocked up once. That's some good damn good meat. Yeah. Mm. I'm wasting that. Should the Donald and his brother get on like? Well, from any like interview you see, yeah, I think they did get on. And Donald himself doesn't drink, because and I think it's because that. of that. Um, he's a, weirdly enough, Donald Trump's kind of like a very straight edge guy. Doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't smoke. He just eats a shitload of McDonald's and is a big fat weird. Orangutan looking git. Well, we all have our vices. It's yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I think it's probably because of that. He's seen the way that drink can consume you and kill you. And there is rumours that Fred was a bit like that as well. But then it's not unconfirmed. So he may have been kind of a family trait that he's trying to avoid. Mm. In all fairness, I mean, I've met quite a few people who family members have had like drink problems and stuff like that, and they're like teetotal strict. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, like, I, there was, like, drink issues in my family, and I was like, ooh, that looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good time. That's, that's kind of the only real ways you can go. You can, you see that I'm stuff the in the go. <laughs> that looks fun. I'm oh. definitely the big drinker in my family. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, I'm I can drink more than you, you <laughs> pussy. It's <laughs> the Trump part of me. <laughs> I must drink more. I'm the best. <laughs> And I'll be the, the best, best alcohol <laughs> that there's ever been. <laughs> no one has ever consumed as much alcohol as me. <laughs> so that was the story of the early days of the family where they got the money and Trump up to kind of just as he's leaving Wharton. So after that, Ian, I'll take it away. He left Wharton and got shot and that was the end of the story. <laughs> we can only fucking dream, Ian. Don't tease us like this. In an alternate universe. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. In a different Time. And the world was happy and everyone sang and was gay. <laughs> In a world where Donald Trump didn't become President of the United States, Boris Johnson ruled the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, go back, go back, it went. After his studies, uh, he went to work for his dad, just at the, just in the lower tiers, learning how the business operated. Um, when yeah, I can't got... see him like being in the mail room, can you? <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, like, he, he had a look away. He looked at the mail room. I see how this operates. <laughs> post goes in, post comes out. Done. Next. Next. <laughs> Promotion for me. <laughs> so, so after this one day of walking around site, he, he goes, uh, he says, Dad, I, I think, you know, I, I think I can do good. He goes, all right, okay, son. All right, okay. Well, you go off, do your own business, show me what you can do. And uh, he goes, he goes, all right, uh, well, can I just, you know, borrow just a couple of quid just to get me started? How much? Uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> for what, for what now? Um, what, what did you just say? <laughs> just, just, just a small million. A, a small million. A small million. million. <laughs> small million. <laughs> As opposed to a big million. <laughs> um, so he takes a small loan from his, uh, from his dad, which he invests into uh, the real estate business. 
and to try and build up his own portfolio. And then he goes back to his dad and turns around and says, look, dad, look what I've done, look what I've achieved. Um, so it was a, su- a success then, what he did? We'll glaze on. I'm speaking too soon. <laughs> it, more, more of a case of basically whose money. He did some it, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he came back. Yeah, like, <laughs> he spent the money on houses and says, Dad, I have real estate. <laughs> but instead, he just, he just had a gap year instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, son, what did you do with my million dollars? I have property. <laughs> what property would that be? Numerous property. property. <laughs> Is it real estate? Well, it's not real. <laughs> and it's in a state. <laughs> it's in a state. <laughs> so his dad then takes him on and he starts managing his dad's portfolio of a residential house in Eunice in New York, which is the um, the one in Queens that you mentioned before. Yeah, Trump Village. Yeah. In very early 1971, which was a very, very mixed community. We might add of white people from various different white backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> A multitude of <laughs> multitude of white people, <laughs> poor and rich white people. No, it was, no, no, it, was, no. it was poor and poor. It was just <laughs> different poor oh, white people it? from <laughs> different poor places. <laughs> You're new poor, old poor. We're old poor. Oh, do you come from new no money? <laughs> We've had no money for a long time. Oh, look, at, look at these new no money. <laughs> they haven't even got holes in their jeans. <laughs> Don't realise they have to like smart prices actually. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> Only Aiden from the dumpster once this week, have we? Look at these tops. <laughs> at the age of 25, 1971, Trump actually takes control of the business. This is actually a point where his dad hands off. I didn't realise it was that early. I thought it was a bit later than that. The age of 25. Jesus. It was, uh, his dad went. But he's always, you know, he's had, he's, had, he's had a lot of experience. He's been all those years and he's made something for himself and the dad's like, do you know what, son? I trust you. No, he really didn't. He basically went, yeah, son, you, yeah, okay, yeah, yours. Well done, mate. <laughs> but, he, but he stood the sideline going, no. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, it's yeah, all yes, yours. It's yours. Okay, buddy. And then as soon as he's out of the room, Everything he says, confirm with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> I don't give a shit if it's changing the toilet roll in the bathrooms. Everything he says, confirm with fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> Donald, one of Donald's uh, first things he does is renames the business. Oh, the, of course yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebranding! <laughs> what was, what was uh, the name of it again? I knew you were going to fucking ask that. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to ask that. I googled the shit out of it and it just comes up with Trump. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we rebranded yeah. from Trump to Trump. God damn you, you did. ask it, we said it. I fucking did. I couldn't find it. Well, I was really hoping Craig did it. Oh, God, no, damn it. Sorry, dude. Fuck the only you. thing I found not, was... There's not an out there, I don't know. I don't the only know. thing I found was Elizabeth Trump and son, yeah. and then after that... It just kind of goes just becomes dark. Trump. But I don't know if it's just called Trump or Trump Industries or Trump, Trump. fucking, like... Because uh, he didn't really... I mean, Fred wasn't really that much of an epitist like Donald is. Mm. He didn't put Trump on everything. He did on some things, but not on everything. Hmm. He'd just be like, oh, Trump built this. And then right. it'd be called something else. But then occasionally do like Trump Village and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But it wouldn't be that much. It wasn't as much as he did. So it's it's hard to find. It wasn't even official Trump Village as well. It was um it's kinda of like unofficial named. 
So, anyway, any questions I like to ask Dave? <laughs> <laughs> now, I could, to be honest, when researching it, not a lot comes up. It comes up as Trump. Now, I don't know mm. if it's actually like, you know, just Trump or Trump Industries or, or, or maybe something else. Mm. Trump, um, Trump, 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 Trump. Yeah, but I, I, when, I look, when I was looking into it, all it was, a lot of information that's come back is just what it got renamed to. Yeah, to be like, fair. Like, the Trump business got renamed from what? Yeah. yeah. From what? <laughs> I've got to agree with Ian because realistically, when I was looking into it, when Fred Trump had stuff, it was originally Elizabeth Trump and son. And then yeah. just somewhere, and I couldn't find a fixed date on this, somewhere it becomes Trump. And it doesn't even say what. Yeah, it's yeah. just is Trump's it, is it just business, Trump? Trump's company. But what was it called? Was it just called Trump? Yeah. Or what? I just don't know. I don't know. It's weird, very non-specific. But it, it, it changes the name to Trump Organisation or the, the the Trump Organisation. Now, around this time, going into going like early 70s, going into the mid 70s, New York starts to go on its ass. Mm. Big time. Yeah, it really does start to decline. This is the point where all the cops and stuff are giving up on that, aren't they? They're all just like, yeah. New York in the 70s. You don't give up, lad. You get fucked off. Yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. Literally, everything's on its ass. New York City itself, the council, is losing more in welfare than it's generating in taxes. Right. It's it's literally it's so hemorrhaging yeah, money. Yeah. It's so disproportionate. That's mad to think of New York though, not like now to think of it. Oh yeah. You, New York's like, like one of the most expensive bloody cities in the world <laughs> now. Yeah. But then in the seventies everyone was on their ass. Mm. Everyone well, was on their ass. A lot of this, I mean we we spoke about before the fact that the the side effects of decisions from previous MPs can actually have an impact on the next one. Do you yeah. Know I mean? If you yeah. make a decision it might be not be 10 years down the line until it bites them in the arse and you might be yeah. in there. So I'm not saying necessarily it was all this fella's faults, even though it, a lot of the blame did get shift on him. But the, the mayor in at the time was an Abraham Beam, right, during the mid-70s. At the time, even now, it's a lot of negative media around him. So I must say, I haven't done all the research on every little little motion he passed. No, no, uh, I know what you mean. Don't worry, I won't ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, dude! <laughs> Under... Is control the city itself, the, the, the city council itself, nay, declared itself bankrupt. Wow. Seriously, it um, was it was ridiculous. Was and I, the only bit I could find as well, it's like as Ian said, there's not a hell of a lot that doesn't just essentially drop it on this guy's shoulders. But from the looks of things, it was like every previous mayor would just go, let's spend everything, I'm only going to be in for a little while anyway, and let's leave it to the next guy <laughs> oh, to completely right. sort it out, because I don't want to. <laughs> I think you've both seen the documentary as well, there's a documentary on Netflix, and there's a quote on it which I absolutely love so I'm just going to reference it it says politicians with money are like kids with marijuana you have to tell them this is all you've got (laughs) 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 I like that yeah I I love that this there's no more without the money (laughs) 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 but it's slightly offbeat but what do you start looking like um I've been watching those stuff like the old Romans and things like that and all the empires there and actually throughout history 
It's it's your thing. Everyone in power just goes, oh, spend, 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 spend. And then someone, like, their old advisors sit next to them going, D- does he know he's got no money left? Does he? <laughs> I'm not telling them. Fuck spend, you. You tell them. Spend, <laughs> spend. <laughs> I'm the government. I could just make more money. <laughs> so it's on a dash. In an attempt to try and, like, claw back some money, he lets go over 19,000 public workers. Wow. Like including police, yeah. it's it's seriously right. I mean, you you can't really imagine the state that New York was in in the seventies. If you read about it, I can't even picture it. You're reading the stuff and going, huh. but you can't actually visualize how bad it was. New York in the seventies was literally the purge. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that far off. Lad, it was you. basically the purge. You got a picture as well with with this happening. You've got like refuge building up, like. Less garbage and less policing. Just piles of yeah, shit. Yeah, piles of shit. Rotten yeah. in the streets. When there's when there's austerity, crime goes up. Well, less policing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Crime's only going to get worse. Yeah, people um, were shooting each other and literally oh. just shooting each other in the middle of the street and walking away with it because they knew that no one would be able to stop them. It was just, it was a, a bad sign for New York. Mentally, everyone's in a bad place. And when a society is in a state like that, it opens it up to a lot of corruption. So I'm just going to leave it at that, at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to carry on with a bit. Yeah. So it was around this time that the, the Commodore Hotel, on the back end of it, going like kind of like mid to, a bit later on, I think it was what, 1976, I'm going to say. That's what, I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna go with. Okay. That's my number. I like that number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's wrong. I will point out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will point out as well. A lot of these dates that we've been able to find. Ah, uh, yeah. They are very difficult to pin down exactly because, again, quite a lot of this information is coming from Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, right. it, it's come from Trump, but it's come from. I, I mean, I've looked at varied sources. Yeah, as well, I've looked at varied and sources. Dates seem to change. So oh, right. one source will say one thing, another source will say, oh, well, that was like a year later, and it's it's so difficult to pin down exact dates for these kind of things. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that kind of like just past the, around the midway point, the Commodore announced that its loss for that year was 1.5 million. That's a massive loss for the company mm-hmm. to make. Now, this is like right in the midst. In the 70s as well, if yeah. you think about how much that oh, is yeah. today. So it shows, obviously, like no one's... I mean, would you want to go on all these up? Like, you know, heighten. <laughs> 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 Don't judge me, I live there. <laughs> Essentially, so you're not going to generate that revenue. So that starts going on its ass. It announced about a year later that they're going to have to shut the doors. They're going to have to close down, we're not making business. And this kind of like sets the scene nearly. So it's, so it's on its ass. Trump comes along, yeah, sees so, an opportunity, does he? Well, exactly. This is it. So at this point now, Trump starts to see this is his first chance of like uh, his first major project. Other than that, he would just looking after his dad's yeah. estates he was just oh, basically even though I got oh yeah oh yeah you can have the business now son why because it's all there you don't need to do anything it's you can sit on your ass and it'll run itself yeah so he hasn't actually had to do that and so he sees this opportunity he thinks well I want to make my own mark I want to start off I want you know I want to make my own name now mm. Trump's seen this seen the opportunity and then approached the owners of the Commodore and set up a purchase agreement. Now, the purchase agreement was only, like, it was buttons to set up this purchase shop, which is 250,000. For which a hotel is, like that, it's nothing. It's, it's buttons, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. things that, he didn't even have that. <laughs> like, obviously, because all his finances are tied up in the business itself, yeah. just because, essentially, Trump is now the director, or, or gives the orders behind his dad's business, it's still his dad's business. Yeah. He didn't, didn't yeah. hand the business over, he just, so you 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 being you know, you being charged. So he doesn't have the money. He just 
yeah, doesn't have the money. So we didn't have that. Or the 100 million it would take to actually refurbish it. So we start going around to see what loans he could get. And he, the most he'll get offered is 30 million. Right. Right. And these are all based on acquisitions. They already have to own the hotel. Right. So he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so... What, I you'd have to own your hotel have to, have to get this He'd have to million. have the contract first. Yeah. To get the loan for the 30 million, oh, which I is see. still not enough. So he needs the 250,000 to get the hotel. Yeah. And he needs the 30 million. But in but, reality, he needs the 250,000 yeah, to just, get the hotel. <laughs> and the 100 million to actually refurbish. Actually do it. And he may be able to get to 30 million, but then he needs, still needs another 70. So right. he's playing around a Daddy. bit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, this is actually quite an uh, interesting part now. So he turns around and he approaches two people. One is a, an accountant of uh, Michael Bacon and a lawyer named Roy Cohn. Now, accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, accounts. Did you just hear thunder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone who's never heard the name Roy Cohn before. Never more. <laughs> he was a criminal. Look, well, oh, sorry. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allegedly. No, in. no, no, no. I'm going to actually know <laughs> At this point, it was allegedly. Uh, right, okay, sorry. <laughs> If anyone's not heard of Rui Cohn, just a little background, basically, that he had three criminal charges put against him, but he was acquitted of those charges, and they were along the lines of blackmail intimidation. Yeah, this yeah. fella, done, uh, he represented a lot, of, a lot of famous people as well, and a lot of political people, and people involved in the mob, the mafia, and other crime syndicates. From what I know of, there were five major crime families yeah, yeah, in yeah. New York at the time. But they, they were all, it's all the part of the mafia, the mafia breaks yeah. down. So, um, yeah, they all break down into things, but there was five major crime families involved in the, the New York area, and Roy Cohn represented every single yeah. one of them. Oh, it's not, it's not, like, not, like, it's not like, like one or two. He represented them fucking all. Things that are not like going to go take each other to court, are you? <laughs> no, but you'd think we, it'd be like the I'll crime family's arrivals. Like, you'd think the lawyer might know something. You know what I mean? You wouldn't think they'd use the same solicitor. But no, apparently he was that much of a scumbag. All of them fucking used them. Well, at, at, at top level, they're essentially like kind of they are. They're not rivals. Yeah, um, they kind of are and not. They keep yeah, them because they're essentially yeah. all part of the same thing. They're all part of of the maf- mafia. They're not they, right. I'm, we're not, I'm, we're gonna not, go, I'm gonna go on a different we're, we're, not, we're, not getting, we're not getting on this because yeah. <laughs> this is this is something that again we could probably do another six yeah. parter on, uh, and it'd be right. very interesting. But we're not getting into the basics of the mafia. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. Plus the fact we'll probably end up at the bottom of the Mersey wearing concrete yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not now. Okay, no. <laughs> They're still around. Yeah, I know, but like, just the own corporation. It's like the own Apple. <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> they would resolve things in court now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, maf- the mafia just became legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of the techniques basically you allegedly used was things like he'd phone you up, have a conversation, be all nice and polite, and then he'd just subtly drop in information about you. What do you mean? So he'd have some something he can use to blackmail you on. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So he might phone up uh, a judge, just oh yeah, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And the next thing, just say something subtly, and then just pause. How was that guy in the bathhouse the other night? Yeah. <laughs> and the next thing, he'd just say, "I've got a case on this." And the next thing, it oh oh, that's something going his favour, or something get thrown out, or he, he was, was cyber- he yeah. was a snake. It, he, he was. was it was a lot on inf- apparently anyway allegedly it's a lot on information he'd you know he'd have his fingers in many pies he'd learn a lot and he'd just use it over everyone to me play to, to get what he wanted yeah. and in a time 
where corruption and like you know they say that the city was on its ass it's a this man is powerful do you know what I mean this is a powerful man to have in your pocket to be honest I didn't read it right but I'm guessing it's an interest I skimmed I kind of skimmed bits but basically right now the FBI actually have a 750 page document that you can read out all the things that they had and actually there's loads of stuff on the end that didn't actually take you know yeah I, I found stuff. I found uh, this document on Roy Cohn and it's did you, did I'm you not going to lie I, I skimmed, I, bits, I skimmed but... bits of it and went I can't read this yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it there's, yeah so is I, it harder than reading Mein Kampf yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, <laughs> you know the sad thing is it's actually it's a pretty interesting read it's just it's like whoa yeah it's it's a big read it's, like, it's a long read it's, it's 750 pages of like you know A4 legislation yeah size 8 fonts do you know what I mean <laughs> this, this guy this no, guy no does spaces. a lot yeah. I can only read uh, Roman no oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. times so, you Roman oh <laughs> That's the one. Times New Roman. It's usually wing things. He's <laughs> your side to the underworld. He, you know, he, he can open up a lot of doors for you and close some that you want them close. <laughs> but he'll pride them over again. <laughs> Together, he come up with an idea, a little concept, right, of how to actually get the Commodore Hotel. And this idea basically starts with Fred Trump. Now, Fred, he's got a lot of connections within politics anyway, hmm. through. Uh, the bit, oh, well, free oh, the building. Yeah. Uh, Basically through what I was saying. Yeah, through, yeah, through exactly. all of the connections he made, he knows everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because of this, he introduces Donald to this mayor, Abraham Beam. Okay. Uh, so they start getting on a friendly basis. Now, it's always handy, not only if you've got, like, a good accountant in your pocket, you've got a corrupt lawyer in your pocket. Mm. Now... You meet with the mayor, who is Sing- also well. Alleged, yeah, <laughs> he's known to have basically single-handedly flushed New York's finances down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the idea starts off with a request for a forty-year tax abatement from the New York City Council. Mm. So they're just not paying tax basically at all for forty years. Yeah, just said, oh, okay, well, you know, sod off. We're not, we're not paying that. We're not putting that money back into the city so it can help society. This is how they justify it. Give us it. Because it's going to be good for the local economy. Mm. What? So it's going to be good for the local economy for you to not put money into the local economy. Yeah, but you're not you're not thinking like someone who doesn't want to pay tax. You got to think like you got to think outside money. the box if you don't want to pay tax. You got to think, well, that's my money. That's, that's my money. That's my money. <laughs> not your money. I don't want to give you my money. My money. So you do all this stuff like, oh, but think of all the jobs it'll create while we're building it, and then that'll be done in about two years and then there'll be no more jobs and then (laughs) give us the tax give us the tax give us us our tax that's that's 40 it's not like you know a tax abatement while we build it for those two years so we can pay workers and stuff like that or you know some other crap it's 40 what's going to take your first 40 years 40 it's not a few years it's not like oh can we balance out or kind of roughly break even yeah wait till we break even then we'll start paying tax or something like that 40 fucking years 40 years it's insane like isn't it that's, that's a massive tax abatement. And to date, the most recent estimation that I could find, it all varies around this amount, so I'm going to say it, is around the 400 million. Fucking wow. hell. What, that's how much you saved? Yeah. <sighs> Jesus um, in the 40 years. Wow. Jesus Christ. That he's taken away from. So you're saying that. It's 100 million because a year. Of this, so he's basically paid for it four times over. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's mad, that, isn't it? That's a. Uh, 
That's quite healthy, though, isn't it? That's yeah. good. Just, yeah, 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 just a bit like <laughs> again, oh, clever man. I'm not. I'm not still sticking to that number. That's just the best my research yeah. can find out, yeah. and that is only a current estimation. Yeah. Numbers, um, numbers to do with Trump is a very difficult yeah. situation. Could mm. be higher, could be lower, could be. Uh, you've literally got no idea. But that's depends on, on what, average when you catch him as well. Yeah, yeah. This request for a 40-year tax abatement gets proposed, and then it goes through. It goes through. Uh, in 1976. Do you think right? they actually knew that it was going to cost the city 400 million at that time? Uh, at that or do time, you think they were just like, ah, fuck it, it'll never work anyway? It got quoted, it would only cost the city something like, I think it was 100 million, quarter of that. <laughs> well, that's um, bit them in the arse then, hasn't it? So, but even still. Like, 100 million, even still, yeah. It's like, nah. that's, that's but then at least lot. you can argue that. He was doing the break-even thing. Do you know what I mean? It was like, but then he's essentially getting a hotel for free. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a bit. That's that's a fucking. He's saying basically two point five million a year. I'm not going to give you, but you'll make that back from taxes that people are working here or, or money you're bringing people bringing in. Yeah, um, that's just the tax and all that stuff. That's just the tax-free money he's getting. Think about the profits he's getting. From yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah. On top of that, which is ah oh, just nuts. So this gets approved. Part two. This, this, is, this is a lovely little one. Now, for it to be passed, part of the paperwork, the request proved that he actually does own the building. Right, right. so he's still got to try so, and yeah. get so, this first. So he's... The abatement's got approved, but then they need the paperwork to say, OK, to put it through, and here's your abatements to kind of give it back to say, here's the paperwork for it to prove that you got your abatements. We need paperwork to prove that you actually own the hotel. Yeah. Oh, I thought you bought the hotel first. Oh, no, no. This, 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 is, this, is, this, is, this is the part of beauty, this. So he sends a copy of purchase agreement, unsigned... Oh, for fuck's sake. ...to them, right? Which gets approved. What? <laughs> That's ridiculous. And now, so right now, he doesn't own the hotel. Yeah. But he's got the abatement. He still needs the other 17 mil. And then this is when, which he has lined up, because he knows it's going to happen, the Hyatt Hotels Corporation. He's actually in conjunction with them. When he gets the abatement, they're waiting on the sidelines to say, OK, we'll buy the hotel. You you get your uh, your loan of your 30 mil and we'll put up the rest. Yeah. And go so, in business with them, which is why it's called the Grand the Hyatt. Grand Hyatt. Ah, so he's basically right. playing every side off each other. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, do you know, even oh, back yes. then, even back then, the guy knew how to play basically info. He's never been a businessman. He has been a con man from the <laughs> day one. Because yeah. you know, con, do you know what it stands for? Con man. Confidence. He's yeah, a confidence yeah, cons- man. Uh, the whole confidence structure there. <laughs> so that's literally what he's doing. He's going, I've got the money. Here it is right here. Yeah. And then someone else is going, oh, look, he's got the money. We should invest in him because he's got money. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, look, someone's investing in me. They've got money, which means I've got money. Don't you think you should invest in me too? Uh, it's right. fucking insane. Do you know what, right? That is the nail on the head. And for anyone listening to, like, literally, our future episodes, you are going to see, right, this correlation, you are going to see it yeah. so much. We're setting the stage. Well, yeah, you just for what type mm. of what type of person, how he generate, or how he works. Well, it's just funny, isn't it? Because you're seeing how far back what he's like now as president is exactly as what he was like yeah, then yeah. in his I, first big project. This he, is exactly, his first project, and he's still got to elect the president. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> what? I've got to be honest. It's smart, and what we learn as well, ladies and gentlemen, because not all by himself. Notice how we found the other two guys. Oh, right. he's, a, he's a master manipulator. He, he know, but he know he knows who's good at yeah. what. He, he, this, 
this fella. It's like he I'll find him, qualities, isn't it? He, he, could, he can see. He knows what he needs. Yeah. And if he hasn't got it himself, he goes, "I need this. You've got that. I want you. Yeah. You've got that. I want you. That's it. Yeah. He'll and find a way to find the people. He's, he is. He is. I'm never. Oh, he's a smart guy. A lot guy, of people think he's stupid, but in certain aspects, oh yeah, he's very clever. Mm-hmm. In others. He's a fucking dumbass pup. Oh, yeah. In certain aspects, he's very clever. In business, he's spot on, isn't he? In, I mean, this type of business kind of thing. I hate to say he's a good businessman because he's not, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's blatantly not. But he's good at he's good at manipulating people. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what he's good at. That's it, what yeah. he's good at. He's good at manipulating people. Yeah, literally in a nutshell, that is. Oh my god! But uh, when, when I when I researched that and I seen that, I was like, oh no, he didn't. Oh my god, like it's oh such. No, he did it. Like, to work that plan up, like I've got that right, and I'll tell them that, and I'll bullshit that, and I'll think, yeah. and hopefully everything's going to come together, and if it doesn't, shit it. <laughs> yeah, it's like he doesn't care about the consequences. I like, know, oh, it all fell apart. I mean, mm-hmm. it's surprising he hasn't been to prison, really. For no, because reason. the money was only ever resting in his account. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. He learned that from his daddy. <laughs> that old get out of jail free card. Right, folks, we are going to end it. There, unfortunately. Well, yeah, this has been a uh, content-heavy one, really, to just start the Trump story off, but needs to be told to build it up for the next few uh, episodes yeah. we've got coming up. Yeah, what? but we are going to pick up where we left off from mm. this episode and carry on with, well, now we're actually on on him fully, the rise of Trump. Yeah, this is, this is how really he... Where he rises yeah. like a fart in a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, essentially, yeah, because he just exploded into, <laughs> exploded exploded into the world. Yeah. And then everyone goes... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> he, with, that, with that lovely image. <laughs> yeah. he, he snuck out of a crack and blew up into the world. <laughs> well, yeah, with, as, as Dave said, with that lovely image, uh, thanks for joining us this week. We will be carrying on next week with part two. We will pick up where we left off. Uh, as always, if you would like to talk to us, all of our social media links, our email, everything like that is all down in the description. If you'd like to talk to us, give us your comments, like, share, subscribe, help us grow it only benefits you because realistically we can make more of these yeah that's right so see you next time then guys thanks for listening guys and we'll see you next time alright much love folks bye 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 bye